back again. Take two. All right. Take two. You know what though? That was good. That was good. The, the yeah. you know the nap and then like a practice run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're good. Yeah. I'm missing the Laker game for this show. The dedication yep. that is happening right now. So, but let's yeah. keep it real though. If I didn't text you that about recording, you'd have slept through the the whole game. Mm-mm. Had the yeah. alarm set. Uh-oh. Had the alarm set for seven fifty eight. <laughs> I've become like a a like precise you know what I mean I'm like the Michael Jordan of taking naps <laughs> I'm like money you know what I'm saying money from you all the, over you were the Michael Jordan of gambling on your last minute alarm clock <laughs> money from all over the clock <laughs> <laughs> word up man <laughs> What's good, seven, Kevin? Seven fifty-eight heat check. <laughs> that is my alarm setting. Like I set alarm for you know like five fifty-six. Like, it's, it's like an off. <laughs> I don't know that's how you know you're a professional. Exactly. I don't know if that's like a hack or anything. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's one to grow on, but try it out. It works pretty well for me. I'm usually up right right when I need to be. <laughs> What's up, Kev? What's, what's going on, man? How's your week, bro? Oh, good, man. Good. Just how was the little one's? How was the little one's birthday? Fantastic. Fantastic. She had a yeah, good, good time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, I didn't get a chance to say this in the last take. So mm. I'm actually kind of glad we redid this. You like an important person, man. You're at you at art art galas and you know what I mean. You just you all over the place right now, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, I'm like I'm the I'm the the rap Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, like it's legendary right now. I'm like, wait, is, is that what's what's going on, Kev? You know what I mean? <laughs> Dressed yeah, man. up, man. With the, you Hang know what I mean? With, don't, you know you want to know something? Let me tell you something. Uh, that I think was the first time that jacket has made it out of the dry cleaning wrapper <laughs> since the wedding. Really? really, really. So I put it on, and my dad was babysitting. So I put it on, and he's like, "Oh, it still fits you." <laughs> now I normally wouldn't tell my dad to f off. <laughs> I think I might have actually told him to kiss my ass. I'm not sure. But. <laughs> oh, man. Pops is going to let you know if you gain some weight. That's for sure. <laughs> he even let me know. And I was like, wow, no one's ever said that to me before. And I was like, not one person has ever told me I've gained weight in my, in my life, actually, except for your dad. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, I was actually more of like complimented, like, wow, I might actually be growing <laughs> yeah. like an actual person. <laughs> um, all right, Kev. So we we yeah. we kind of talked about Wu Tang a little bit uh, before the show jumped off. Yeah, nobody um, from the Wu Tang clan was at the event. No. Well, not even unless, you, unless you count Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Uh, yo, did you see that 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 the NFT people bought like bought that Wu Tang record, the Unheard? I I saw that yeah. someone bought it. I didn't I didn't know who it was or what the the details were, but it's kind of the original NFT, if you will. Yeah, in theory, 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, RZA, an, an RZA, RZA's RZA's a, a futuristic thinker. He's but, like he's like he's like he's like a futuristic thinker. See, that's the thing. We were just talking about how <laughs> you know what I mean? How basically Raekwon and Ghost sounded like they had the most fun during the Wu Tang run, period. Yeah. Period point blank. Like, and I, I can't imagine studio sessions. I feel like those are just recorded studio sessions. Like there wasn't anything deliberate about it. If, I tell you what, if nothing else, you should watch it to see the the uh, Raekwon Ghost relationship, which I knew nothing about, okay. which was con- contentious to say the least. At that, first, uh, if this more, is yeah. if this is accurate, which I assume right. it is, but, but yeah, fair, fair, fair. You yeah, know what though? Uh, I think they might have had the stutter aspect because they were just so excited to be talking about what they're talking about. You think so? Because that was my opening question to you. Like, do you, do you think that they were stuttering on purpose? Yeah, I think so. You, I think that might have been it was, what it was. Yeah. Okay. Know. So they didn't. They truly do don't have like a stuttering problem. I, I've I, met might, those, I don't know. Yeah. Here's the funny thing, and people say this all the time about, um, let's say characters that people might assume were dangerous, or scary, or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, right? But this is a very real thing. I've met Ghostface several times throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Nicest human being on the planet. Dude mm-hmm. was super cool. Always super, never never was like big headed or you know what I'm saying, kind of too big for the room. Always real chill. Spoke to me first most times, which used to weird me out. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. not that I was deliberately ignoring anybody or whatever, but I he kind of point me out in the crowd. Yo, what's up? I'm like, yo, oh. What's up? I wonder if he thinks I'm somebody else. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, he was he was always super nice. It was, it's crazy, but I'd never in conversation, he sounded he didn't have the stutter. So I was like, yo. So it's the excitement thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, right? I my just daughter does that. Work. When my daughter's excited about something, it will take 13 hours for her to say, for for her to that's, say like four or five sentences. That's children. Yeah. That's I, just I children. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want, here's what I want. I want them to work at a drive through window for like Baskin Robbins <laughs> or something like that. Like that's the, that is the uh, Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> Raekwon and Ghostface <laughs> working at an ice cream like drive through or, or whatever. We got all type of flavors we got. You know what I'm saying? We got the, the French vanilla joint. butter pecan French- chocolate deluxe. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of that. You know what I'm saying? We got the, got the pistachio joint, the pistachio with the green joint. You know what I mean? So bust this. You get the vanilla. You get the vanilla right. <laughs> Yo, the cream you, joint. Ray, Rayquan hype in the back. Tell them how to make a Sunday, God. Tell them how to make a Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's funny because we only talk about Wu-Tang on this show. We have never. <laughs> if you think we're like super Wu-Tang heads, you're absolutely wrong. We, in, in our friendship, which is well over 10 years at this point, we have never talked about Wu-Tang <laughs> <laughs> collectively or or separately or whatever. But oh, <laughs> word up, man. All right, Kevu. I also am going to do this because I'm, I'm going to do it again because I don't do top 10s, but I will say this. And I'm, mm. I'm going to... You corrected me last time and threw a group out there that, I, that you're, you're right about, I think. Mm. I think if I had to put one up against the other, I would agree. But um, Wu-Tang, best collection of MCs, you know, of all times. I'm talking putting out a single, singular record, like, right? 
Right. And your argument was high, bro. Well, that's a different. Kind of, you didn't say putting out a singular record, also, because because that's, well, that's did, sort though. of a di- Hyrule put out the Imperium record, right? Uh, I guess yeah, they did. Yeah, everyone yeah, was on that. Pep, everybody was on that. Ooh, was Pep on that? Pep, Pep was so nice. Super, super. Pep dope. was great. Pep was crazy. Like Pep was a. For MCs that listen to the show, I mean, I don't know. I, I I might stand alone in it, but there's there are times when an MC comes on and you're like, okay, I am definitely not writing to that capability. <laughs> and on undisputed ones, mm. I was like, even even Q Tip, who did nice on that record, just sounded like, all right, Tip mm. is the other dude rapping on this. Cause Pep murdered that joint. Anyway. All right, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hyrule on that one. Although, yeah, other groups that are mentioned, we're not gonna mention them well, again. But this is a Wu Tang podcast, so we we can't <laughs> we, we can't have, go too far we away. Have from to it. Stick, with, stick with the Wu Tang. And you know, they Hyrule doesn't have any U gods, but other crews <laughs> have more U gods than they than they were willing to accept and understand. Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, <laughs> all right, y'all, Kev, we got a lot to talk about. Man, you ready to get yep. to the other side? Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Black, 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 black. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Your podcast, you God. (laughs) No, 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 no. Refuse. On, I'd like to say that we are the the ghost face and Raekwon of podcasting. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is that is that is that is that? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I don't know if we're ready for, for that. Reach for the stars, man. Reach, reach for the stars. You know what I mean? Don't don't. You know, you can't just reach across the table. Reach for the stars. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what Bezos said. Well, hey, listen, and the toilets broke. Um. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of this show, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on your television on BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on the app or channel and we are right there with uh, plenty of other dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And um, yeah, Kev, let's get into this, man. Let's let's yeah. let's get into a couple of these things, man. We got a uh, got some vaccine talk, right? <laughs> got, some, yes. got some got some juicy vaccine yeah. conversation for you. <laughs> Hot vax action, <laughs> yo! All right, um, <laughs> Kev, who who got to chill this just this week, man? <laughs> oh, Aaron Rodgers, Doctor Aaron Rodgers, Doctor. Aaron Rodgers, thank you very much for that. <laughs> Dr. Aaron um, Rodgers, QV. <laughs> surgical on the field, that I might add. Surgical <laughs> on the field. Uh, maybe not so surgical in real life. Um, the field surgeon general. <laughs> check it out. Uh, topic title for this is no Rodgers, no rerun, no rent. <laughs> Kev is testing my what's happening knowledge. <laughs> I gave you the heads up. I gave you the heads Thank up. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I will admit to the, to, to the audience, I, I did not get that reference initially until Kev uh, threw that at me. But keep in mind, I, I was not watching what's happening. My brother and sister, though, probably would get that reference. Uh, oh, so what are you saying? 
You're old. I told you. Did I say this last week? You did. Why are we? Yeah. Let's just, okay. Let's run that back. All right. <laughs> anyway, reason for this is <laughs> Kev. <laughs> Kev called this fool Flat Earthington. Flat Earthington QB <laughs> Aaron Rodgers played the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. card after playing himself. True and true. Yeah. Sources here are ESPN.com, LATimes.com, Aaron Rodgers. Dr. Joe Rogan, MLK Jr., and I'm going to add one more that's not noted here. Kyrie Irving yes. is my uh, play to see, just so you guys know the angle I'm taking on this. Okay. Uh, let's check it out. Green Bay, pa- Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has, test- has tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> the NFL has considered Rodgers as unvaccinated since the start of the season, sources confirmed to ESPN and... As first reported by the NFL Network, Rodgers was placed on the league's reserve COVID list, and the NFL said it would look into how the Packers have handled the league's COVID-19 protocols. Under league protocols, if Rodgers tests positive and is unvaccinated, he must quarantine a minimum of 10 days and cannot return till November 13th at the earliest if he remains asymptomatic. Rodgers, age 37, had an alternate treatment prior to the start of training camp sources told espn and he petitioned the nfl for that treatment to allow him to be considered the same as someone who received one of the approved vaccinations after a lengthy back and forth the league the players union and the infectious disease consultant approved by both parties heard roger's case for exemption and ruled that he would not kev not get the same consideration and would be considered unvaccinated rogers the reigning nfl mvp this past august said he was quote immunized when uh asked about his vaccination status um here's a full kind of statement from him uh you know there's a lot of conversation around it around the league and a lot of guys who have made statements not made statements owners who have made statements this is a lot There's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. (laughs) I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge these guys. There uh, are guys that have been vaccinated and have uh, contracted COVID. It's an interesting issue that I think we're going to see play out the entire season. He later added, I think I like to learn everything about uh, everything that I'm doing. And there was a lot of research that even went into that. But like I said, there's been people that have tested positive. And I think it's only vaccinated people here it's going to be interesting to see how things move forward obviously there could be some issues with vaccinated people only testing every couple weeks and non-vaccinated people testing every day all right kev um (laughs) how does the spongebob thing go (laughs) mid-season later (laughs) Uh, all right, we got a lot to read here because I want to make sure we get the whole story out. So, per okay. this is uh, that was ESPN's notes. This is the LA Times of of all the surprises to unfold in the past week. Watching Aaron Rodgers use the words of Reverend <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King to try to justify his nonsense was the least expected. When Drew Brees, then Saints quarterback, turned a question about players protesting racial injustice into a discussion about the flag, Rodgers responded quickly via social media. Rogers tweet, it has never been about the anthem or the flag, he wrote in an Instagram post and included a picture of him locking arms with teammates before the game with a hashtag, wake up America. Needless to say, that post was a hit with progressives, as it would be. I liked it. 
so yeah, after he had been outed, <laughs> so yeah was actually typed in. <laughs> All right, anyway, so yeah, after he had been uh, outed as having played without uh, being vaccinated, uh, watching the guy spend 45 minutes on the Pat McAfee show spitting out catchphrases uh, like crosshairs of the woke mob and my final nail gets uh, put in the cancel culture casket. Uh-oh, Kev. We need, Kev, we need like a a sound, like a celebratory sound every time someone <laughs> says that they're cancel cult. Like, you know what I mean? I think I'm going to get like the, not, I'm not going to do it this episode, but maybe like the Pee Wee's Playhouse thing, you know, like excitement or whatever. Hmm. Um, anyway, um, like he was a MAGA, MAGA peg, uh, Pez dispenser. <laughs> was a bit jarring, but... That's not what struck stuck with me the most, the writer for LA Times said. He said, it was Rogers evoking as king, king uh, evoking King as he tried to explain why he misled the public about his vaccination status that was so revealing before talking about some of the league's COVID protocols that he considers nonsensical, Rogers quoted, the great MLK said, this is my favorite way mm-hmm. for any white person to start any sentence, by the way. <laughs> You have a moral obligation to object object to unjust rules and rules that made no sense. All right, Kev, that was a lot of reading. I'm sorry, folks, but you guys needed to hear all it's of that. It's a good rundown. It's a good rundown. It was a very man. good rundown. It's a perfect rundown. Thank you, Kev. And now, Kev, uh, per usual, uh, you got to set it off, man. Kick we kick we kick off to Kev. He he was he was a. Uh... He had good movement in the pocket with the wordplay, being real cutesy there. <laughs> he was he was out of pocket, but in pocket. <laughs> but in pocket. And, and and I don't know what you're about to say, but I thought that he made he made Kyrie look like Bill Nye the science guy. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll give you my Kyrie take in full uh, a little bit after this after this initial fire off. But yeah, I mean, oh, why 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 do they always have to go to MLK? And by they, I mean white people under pressure. <laughs> the because amount- also, by the way, the deck is stacked. Stacked. If 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 a person, if a black person, or even a, any person of color invokes. The words of of MLK. We don't ignore it, but we probably don't hear it quite nah, that much. We're done with it. it yeah, yeah, if you're a white man, <laughs> you say, "Well, as as the great MLK said, like Trek said, you're in trouble. You're already in trouble. Why didn't?" And I wonder. Go ahead. What? I, I, okay, Kev. Question. Yeah. And I, you can't answer this question, nor can I. And and I'm not asking this disrespectfully. I really am curious. Does white America like lean in when you say as the great MLK? Like, is that a moment where everyone goes, uh oh, this is this this is like a proud pastor moment. You know what I, I mean? I, when, I, when the best information ever is about to come out. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's okay, first of all, let's take a quick snapshot here. 70% thereabouts of this country as of whatever last week the people who could get vaccinated have been vaccinated sure so it stands to reason that of the remaining 30 percent there are probably a fairly significant number of people who 
either um, are very concerned or ha- have potential actual medical concerns about the vaccine. And then people who, like we've talked about many times, are very skeptical or very concerned, aren't getting vaccinated, but also, also aren't doing press conferences without masks on. And, and probably aren't leaving the house too much. Let's say that's 5%. So if you say that three quarters of this country are either vaccinated or very cautious as a whole, mm-hmm. that leaves mm-hmm. the 25% of people like him who are either privileged or, or you know, it's not to invalidate that, that these people really believe what they believe, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's a minority of people, sure. right? So I, I also want to believe that it's a minority of all people who hear that and, and react to hear the and react. Well, as MLK said, you know, I think mo- yeah. I think there are there are a nice uh, healthy chunk of the white American population who, when they hear a uh, quarterback, a white heterosexual male quarterback, say, start a sentence with "as the great MLK said," they're they know In- they they know it's about to get. About to get a little rough for them at the office. <laughs> definitely, definitely in this situation, right? Yeah. Definitely yeah. in this, this situation. And yeah. I, I would say that where many Americans may not agree on much, we probably all collectively rolled our eyes when he started off a sentence that way. Sure. We everyone sure. from from Central America, you know, or I'm sorry, Middle America. Sorry, from Middle America to the all the way to the shores of Tripoli, we're like, no. This is what I want to know. How come? Uh, although I don't know why if is he the shores of Tripoli? By the way, Go ahead. <laughs> he wa- <laughs> if he wants to take his advice from from certain people with certain mindsets, then when he comes to when it comes to quoting great Americans, then why isn't he sticking with the theme in quoting the great historical texts of? Jenny McCarthy and and uh, and Joe Rogan. Why aren't there equally weighty and pithy words to say in that circumstance? Why do you have to jump over to somebody who probably, at the end of the day, probably would have gotten vaccinated? Probably. Look. Um, all right. So trying to not take it too seriously, uh, but then again, it, it, there's some. There, there's some seriousness here. So it, it wasn't so much that he played unvaccinated, right? That he actually played like, right? It's it's that he found a way to shirk the rules of all the uh, uh, the NFL as an unvaccinated player, right? right? And he felt that he could be vaccinated in his own way, right? It's sort of like, I'm vaccinated in my own mind. You know, if you Immunized. believe you're vaccinated, you are vaccinated. You say what? Immunized. Immunized. Wasn't that what he exactly. said? Exactly. Right. I'm immunized. Right. Um, <clears throat> which you know, I'm I'm not sure how how other NFL players feel, but you know, that's sort of a kind of a bounce in my statement. But so it's it's the it it is the privilege, if you will, of feeling like, look, I've decided out of you know almost 400 million people, well, let's say close to 300 million people as adults, right? Um, I get to decide which way that I'm vaccinated for <laughs> and and I get to follow the rules the way I decide so. It, it's one thing, and this is where the Kyrie Irving thing comes in, because the scrutiny is definitely not equal. As If you want to quote Martin Luther King, you definitely need to quote him for Kyrie as well, because 
the way that they talked about Kyrie was like he was a straight animal. Like he was the worst human being mm. ever on the planet. Now, I'm not saying Rodgers isn't getting a pretty rough treatment, but I've heard a lot of discussion about him, you know, yeah. from, a, you know, in your news, your your sports news circle. He's a very smart man. He knows what he's doing. He, um, you know, this is a big misstep, but, you know, you just have to understand how intelligent he is. When they talked about Kyrie, they might have, they did everything. They might have just been, look, I'm going to just give you what they said paraphrase he's stupid he a dummy we should beat this fool up when mm. we see him like it was mm. it was rough on Kyrie but very light very light and it was very measured is the word I want to use measured conversation about Aaron Rodgers yeah so but that's not surprising is it but that's the thing okay me and Silo talked about this today why is that as people of color in America, we have to just accept that. Not, to, not, no, not saying you just accept it, but no, but we do though. We do in a way. We have to kind of no, smile no, no, through these conversations. Let me just you know let me mean? just let me just adjust a couple of syllables in what you just said. We ex, we we expect it. We don't have to accept it. We do, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because there, there's no way that we can change that particular narrative. Well, it, you know what I'm it saying? should get we called can, out, can, though. Right, but it's it's now you're talking to I, I like I have a new one, Kev. I've been working on this one, the California bigot, which is a different type of bigot, by the way. <laughs> the California bigot is the bigot that doesn't even believe that he or she is bigoted. They just this is a there's yeah. a California bigot, and they 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 run they, right now. The California bigot is the illest bigot on the planet. You know what I mean? They are the Wu Tang Clan of bigots. So, <laughs> uh, the Pep loves of bigots, if you will. <laughs> The no, because it's it's this thing where they don't recognize that the bigotry is in their critique and acceptance of critique, right? Right. They don't even recognize it. It's not even a thing to them. You know what I'm saying? So this is kind of, I would say, it's kind of shook the California bigot to its core, right? That casual progressive bigot that's like, you know, I, my you brother's know. girlfriend is Asian, and he plays basketball. So there's no way I could be racist. Yes. That, that's that the, person. Yeah, the, there, there is not a racist bone in my body. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as the great Martin Luther King Jr. once said. Um, no, I, I think all of this comes down to one solid thing. And this is kind of where the bounce in my statement came from uh, NFL players being vaccinated, unvaccinated, and the protocols they follow, and blah, 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 is as these protocols roll out from business to business, one of the things that is notable and should be noted is that 90% of the businesses don't particularly care about the health of anyone, especially the NFL. Mm. It's simply well, to keep the business yeah. moving forward. Sure. Right. So how could Aaron Rodgers shirk protocols and uh, because no one cared and we wouldn't care if he never caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like the well, NFL. We, we never would have known, right? We wouldn't have known. We wouldn't have known. We wouldn't have thought about it. Some writers might've discussed it, but their, their, their articles would have been buried somewhere. Um, and that would have been the end of the story because I don't think that the, uh, high level people are truly concerned for the reasons why the vaccinations are in place, right? The overall health 
and uh, and betterment of us as a people. It's simply to keep the business going. Yeah. So he's going to get a light slap on the wrist. Whereas New York... It seems, you know, the, the health of the people was actually one of the reasons for the mandates, which is passed on to the businesses. And in this case, it's oh, smashing Kyrie into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, OK, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think also it's. Because um, I don't know what the interaction was between the NBA and. It, it's, my sense of it was that the NBA didn't have to worry about it because New York had the rules and the in place that they had. Correct. So the NBA Kyrie's would have had to get involved if he yeah. was playing for a team that was in a state that was sort of like a, you know, red state, anti-vax, mm-hmm. anti-mandate. Kind of, that would have been a different scenario. Then the league has to make a decision, right? Well, the question is, would Kyrie have simply followed the rules? Because then the NBA wouldn't have had to say anything, right? Yeah, and you know, does he it, show up with a mask at the press conference, or does he? You know what I mean? Like, does he does test he before yeah. the whatever? You know, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a it's a lot of hypotheticals. But um, the difference, the thing about Kyrie is that he still thinks that the Earth is flat. So a little bit of that he, he is backed not off of that one. completely of that undeserved. One. <laughs> to be fair, he backed off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still stupid, but he backed off of that one. Um, but yeah, with with uh, with but absolutely one hundred percent what you're saying about the NFL. I mean, if I'm them, I already lost however much money I lost last season, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, what is it? Sixteen regular season games, seventeen now. And then you assume that Green Bay is going to make it in the postseason to some degree. Right, mm-hmm. if not all, or you know, if possibly all the way. It's looking, so it's there's looking a good. lot at stake for a relatively short amount of exposure time, right? Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. went to them and said, "This is what I'm doing." So they knew. Even if, and you. obviously they said, "Okay, well, that's not going to work." But mm-hmm. what I think everyone assumes they said is, "No, that's not okay." <laughs> And we're not putting you on, we're not going to put you on blast now because you are a cash cow. But also, if you end up one, you know how these reporters are. Somebody's going to dig in and figure it out, or you're going to catch COVID. And if that Mm -hmm. happens, we're going to throw you under the bus. Right. But you're not, though, right? Because the NBA um, was like, my name is Bennett. And I ain't in it. When it came to <laughs> Kyrie, they simply simply threw their hands in the air. Y'all figure mm-hmm. that out. You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all huddle up. New York, um, Brooklyn, all of y'all. Y'all figure it out. Y'all, y'all, you know, call most deaf. Brooklyn, unite. We don't know what's... We don't... We not doing it, right? <laughs> so the NBA... But basically, um, at the end of the day, Kyrie wasn't breaking any rules. It was it wasn't breaking any NBA or team rules. Mm-hmm. It was the mandate of the city, right? Kind of an impossible situation. You just have to trade the guy. That I, that's really all that's left in the Kyrie Irving situation. The city's not going to change and should not. And should not, by the way, hear me out, people, and should not change their rules on behalf of a basketball player period or any athlete or singer or whomever no absolutely not 
right? Because they are police officers, they are healthcare workers that are all under the same weight that have similar beliefs to Kyrie and they're allowed to feel how they want to feel. If the city's not changing the rules for them, then no, we're not changing it. They they have no, there's no movement to change it for an NBA basketball player, right? All right. That's the long and short of it. And the NBA left the building. Mm-hmm. Now the NFL is essentially trying to do the same thing here, right? We set the rules. We told y'all the rules. Y'all didn't follow them. But here's what you said, and essentially, shout out to Silo, what he said today. Aaron Rodgers knew he wasn't vaccinated and was walking around breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers knew he wasn't vaccinated and allowed him to walk around breaking the rules. But what everybody ain't talking about is the NFL damn well knew, well knew he wasn't vaccinated mm-hmm. and let him walk around breaking the rules. Now, they going to pretend like they didn't know, but we all know that they knew. And it goes back to my point, because largely they don't care about the actual health issue. The issue is keeping their business going forward. If this doesn't interrupt, if you could get away with it without interrupting our business, keep it moving. But if you interrupt our business, all right, now we got an issue. Now I think they suspend them for one game. I think that that's the most that they do. I think they suspend them for one game. They find the organization and then they they do what they always do as the NFL, which is turn around and say, look, we already did something. So, and we make, you know, $15 billion annually. So what kind of, what kind of bonus do you think Bradshaw got paid to smash on him yesterday? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But he definitely, (laughs) he put his foot down on his neck. He he did. And there's some people, to be fair, some people, I mean, you you look at the NBA, right? Charles Barkley is always the one that they go to because they feel like he's the most balanced. And Charles Barkley is actually not balanced at all. So I don't know. <laughs> but he's, he's, you know, very, very comforting to a certain group of people. Um, but in this case, I will, I will admit, like, some of these dudes were pretty upset. And they were upset for the right reasons. Um, not so much. I mean, you know, some of them were upset for the right, right reason, which is the health risk of the actual reporters and other people that he's been around unvaccinated um, and not following protocols for an unvaccinated yeah. player. But others were upset because every other player is following the rules to the best well, of their yeah. ability. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, that's the whole, you know? that's, the, I mean, that's, that's a societal thing. You know what I want to know? How much do officials get paid? How much does a head official get played, get paid in a regular season NFL game? I have no idea. I can, I can look if, that up. Cause I, I would think that they're going to green light a little bit of uh, helmet first action in in the next game that he plays in. <laughs> I think I think they might I think they might see a squirrel in the corner of the stadium when he's getting his head ripped off. <laughs> About two hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, see, a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. I, you know what? I was distracted. I didn't see that 500-pound man <laughs> ripping your top knot off of your shoulders. <laughs> I like Aaron Rodgers, too, man. I feel like he generally is on the right side of most discussions <laughs> when they come his way. It's just so weird that we always end up here um, 
with those, and and I won't call him a, a California bigot because that's I don't I don't think he's that far deep into the game, but I do think he did a very California bigot thing, which is throw Martin Luther King right into the mix. <laughs> that was that was it. When all else failed, Martin Luther King is like a straight grenade. Just <laughs> he just tossed Martin MLK in like ah. just whatever. Yeah, um, go Packers. Go Packers, yeah. And, I, you know, I was uh, rooting for them a little bit. Uh, you know who I was not rooting for? Who? A woman who had to make nine porta potty stops while running a marathon. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Kev chose this topic title, so Fizz, leave me alone. Because, you know, Kev will do something and Fizz will blame me. <laughs> well, that's how it goes. It's always shitty in Philadelphia. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's reason a good is, title. That's a good title. An excellent title. I, I stand by it. <laughs> a woman had to make nine Kev nine porta potty stops while running a marathon and still achieved a personal record. Who uh. else was running? So yeah, personal record. All right. Insider.com <laughs> reports the uh, players involved are marathoner uh, Deirdre Kian. Uh, and a Wu Tang Clan's worth of porta potties. Another Wu Tang Clan reference. <laughs> All right, excuse me. Uh, Deirdre Kian has completed 34 marathons, but tells other runners she's a parody of things you shouldn't do, as far as race, race preparedness goes, at least. While her laid back approach has largely served her well, it's made the 2014 uh, Philadelphia Marathon, well, uncomfortable. In part because of her hurried race day uh, breakfast, she said she wound up visiting every porta potty in the first 16 <laughs> miles, yet she still achieved a personal record. <laughs> wow. This goes back to 2014, by the way. <laughs> oh, this was in 2014? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, it looks like it says. <laughs> but it's still worth noting. She said, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Marathon she weekend. Thinks, uh, Marathon weekend, yeah. Um, she said uh, she thinks that she sprinted from porta potty to porta potty, and she thinks that strategy worked for her. <laughs> she is a nurse at the time was a nurse practitioner at a pediatric intensive care unit in New York City. She traveled to Philadelphia Marathon, her ninth or tenth, with a friend um, who was running a half marathon. So she assumed that they had the same start time at seven thirty. When the pair arrived at 6.50 and got in line for the porta potties Kian learned her race was actually at 7, so she didn't get a chance to use the bathroom first. And she just shoveled two protein bars and two slices of buttered toast into her mouth with no time to digest and continue waiting in line. But after just five minutes, stomach started turning. <laughs> and the reality that she may, uh, she may about to be uh, about to poop herself came in. She said... She half an ice cube line, right? She said she emerged possibly five pounds lighter. You missed it. You missed it by five. <laughs> you took <Okay>. my joke. <laughs> However, <laughs> this is go ahead, terrible. Go. <laughs> Okay, hold on, because I'm I'm looking this up. <laughs> what? But there was a woman 
recently who pooped on herself, right? Well, during the marathon? During the marathon. Yeah, I, th- I don't think that's terribly uncommon. It's very unfortunate, but... Yeah, she yeah, crossed the finish you know. line. I got to look for that one. But uh, yeah, she pooped herself and crossed the... Uh, Cross the yeah. Well, as I looked it she up, probably didn't like, have, she didn't. How she didn't. Probably didn't house, in house half a case of protein bars and in a loaf of bread before you know in mile twenty five or whatever. Not the wisest thing. Not the wisest <laughs> thing. I would say. I would say definitely not the best pregame meal at the. Well, maybe an okay pregame meal, but not at the pregame time. How you run that many marathons and don't know when your run your race starts? And how do you not know that the full marathon starts before the half marathon? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what, 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 what happened? What it's happened a bad, to you? bad itinerary. <laughs> yeah. You are a, a a collective of things never to do before. Marathon. You absolutely are. Like one of them is just knowing your race start time. <laughs> I'll run 5K that I've been like two hours early too. Like I'm running a legitimate marathon <laughs> like everybody's like, i'm gonna finish i'm like damn that's it cool where are we going <laughs> where are we going to eat we're gonna go eat right there it's open <laughs> jumping out feeling about five pounds lighter yeah <laughs> wow oh. at first yeah, i was- saw it and she talked about her she beat her personal record and i was like mm. my personal record is at least 10 visits to the bathroom in one day. <laughs> she's she's a lightweight. Oh, slow ass. <laughs> you slow as hell. And that's fine. But you slow as hell. You need to knock it off. Talk about I beat my personal record. You probably beat mine too. But you still slow. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think all the people who read this and knew that they had had uh, given her a high five in the first sixteen miles oh of the race were like, right. yeah, because she ain't she ain't watching no hands beating her personal record going yeah. to porty potty. That's for sure. <laughs> Anybody who handed her a cup is looking at their hands like, oh my god, forever unclean, <laughs> forever unclean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What a great what a great marathon fairy tale. <laughs> man, I wish the story I wish I would have um pulled up the story about the woman because she just did it. She ran across the finish line like guys, I think I have to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, I I pooped on my in my underwear. I'm like, oh, it's not worth it. It is not worth it. <laughs> it well, I don't I don't think that's why she did it. She's like, she's like, no, no, but wait, I'm not just going to finish the marathon. I'm really going to, I'm really going to put the cherry on, on top. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. What you got to do, you got to get the cream joints. <laughs> oh my God. All right, listen. Uh... Well, they have a picture of this woman on here crossing the finish line. So I'm looking at how, oh my God, this looks awful. A woman, this is just the the headline. A woman who pooped this, oh, I'm sorry. This is November 1st that this came out. And this was, you know, uh, about a week after the marathon. So this is very recent. 
A woman who pooped her pants halfway through, halfway through a marathon. Oh, gosh. And she ran with it. Ran with it in her shorts until she crossed the finish line. Oh achieves a personal record. <laughs> but nevertheless, she persisted. Here are the notes from the insider on this one, Kev. Uh, to keep her pace, Tamara uh, relieved herself mid-marathon without stopping. Next note. She doesn't regret it. She ended up beating her best time uh, 13 months <laughs> postpartum. But did she just shake it off? Or what did... <laughs> Check it out. This is the last note. Running can trigger the bowels for a few reasons, but most runners handle the urge differently. Uh, you, think, <laughs> you think? You think, Insider? Really? That's the note? That's what the editor it's, said to put down. Why, yeah, why are they why are they treating it like it's the seventh inning stretch of of, of, of every marathon? <laughs> right. Just, yeah. <laughs> yes. Most people yeah. don't poop shit on themselves and keep running. Yeah. That's that's not. It's just not how this works. <laughs> Most people are like, no, we're never doing that. <laughs> the one thing I would say is that if I ever ran eleven miles with another. How, how many is it? Twenty six miles mm-hmm. with another fifteen to go. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes out, that's it's coming out like dust. <laughs> that's just a, that's just a leg shake, and no one even no no one is any the wiser. <laughs> I will say, yeah, I'm not so sure about. Um, Might change the color of my the top of my socks. That's about <laughs> as bad as it's gonna get. That is gross. <laughs> that is super gross. I I want no part in any of that. Period. Well, nobody the, does. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not crossing the finish line like I've like I said, I've run a, a couple of short mile runs. It's it's a it's an event after. I mean, I guess you can cross the finish line and go straight to your car if you want to. But if you just run 26 miles, like you're not gonna do that. You know what I mean? So hmm. did she have a change of clothes? what are you talking about? Like I'm there's an about the after lady who, party? Who, there's like you well, go to the after like party? There is like a post event. There is a post event. Nelly there is are, performing. Well, if we're talking about things being shitty, <laughs> then yes. Yes. Woman poops out a Nelly record in the middle of a marathon. Runs with it. Uh, like Electra Records or whatever Nelly's record label was for far too long. That's your headline. <laughs> Ah, well, well, well. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I've had enough of this one. That's enough (laughs) of that one entirely. Uh, Kev, let's let's jump into topic three, man. We're doing all right on time, I guess, a little bit. Um, Yeah, this is a quick one. Yeah. Your topic title for this is Cancun Teddy's (laughs) Letter of the Day. It's L. I love Cancun Teddy. 
<laughs> Young <laughs> Ted Cruz. Teddy. You know what I mean? When the lights is out, Teddy is out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so Ted Cruz and other right wingers squawk after Big Bird gets vaccinated. I laughed so hard when I read this story. <laughs> um, the source for this is the Huffington Post. Players uh, involved are Big Bird and Ted Cruz, which I don't know, might be the same person on two different sides of the game. Anyway. <laughs> Um, okay, so Sesame Street's Big Bird character decided to get vaccinated and protect himself from COVID-19, and it caused a massive flap, great flap. writing, amongst uh, among vaccine skeptics like Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz. Cruz said the whole scene was governed, was government propaganda. Good job. Okay. A big word for Sesame Street, by the way. Um, it all started when Big Bird, who according to Sesame Street, Lore is uh, eternally six years old. I did not know that. Is that real? Anyway, well, tweeted on Saturday no about big, going. No, Big Bird's not real. I mean, it, <laughs> is that real according to Sesame Street lore, Kev? Ev- evidently so. Okay. Um, tweeted on Saturday <laughs> what about. What do going I edit the Wikipedia page? I don't know. I mean, you might. You might. <laughs> might. I don't know I what, do you, all. what you do. Do a little bit of anyway. it all. I'm not sure what you're up to. <laughs> anyway, um, it all started when Big Bird, who according to Sesame Street lore is eternally six years old, tweeted on Saturday about going under the needle, <laughs> okay, now that kids can get vaccinated. He said his wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll, but it'll give my body the extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. The Sesame Street star said he was surprised to learn that he had been getting vaccines since he was a little bird. Hmm. Kind of like American kids. Big Bird has been active in child immunization campaigns, stretching back to the 1970s, and frequently advocates for healthy choices through his performance on Sesame Street. Clearly, Kev, clearly, let's go for the punchline. He ruffled some feathers. Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh. Nice job, Huff. Good yeah. job. Good work. Big Bird is eternally six years old. Is this a thing that cartoons... Yeah, because Bart Simpson is never going to grow older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job, cartoons. Stewie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Brian, Brian is the oldest dog in the in world. The history of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I like how that's the part of this that you keyed in on. Yeah. Well. I mean, did we not know it was going to happen? <laughs> we knew. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do? Where where are are we really doing it? This is this is the thing in the words of the great. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, man. I I've had this this I've said this before on this show or whatever like this whole thing I'm like y'all just got here y'all mm. y'all just figured out government propaganda is happening and it it can you know what I mean I mean maybe it is maybe it isn't fam but I don't know I'm black so we've been dealing with this for a minute welcome want to come kick it over here drink some brews we got old english I think y'all think we still drink that yeah, Ted, Ted Cruz is following in a long line of uh, long tradition of hypocritical idiots. Because yeah. he's Come vaccinated. 
He's vaccinated, yeah. right? This was like yeah. um this was like northern politicians decrying the evils of slavery. Yeah. Then going home to their slaves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a joke. It's a joke. And maybe it was. Oh no. I'm black, fam. Sorry. I'm not going to I I didn't even shudder. I, I'm going to tell you, if you want to bring you want to bring race into this, he would not have said all of this nonsense if Big Bird was white. But Big Bird <laughs> is yellow. Think about it. There's a, a okay, I'll, I want to say one more thing, and then I'm going to say one next thing. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say one, I'm going to say just one more thing, and then I'm going to say yeah, well, I'm gonna thing. say one more thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was that came out right. That was the Ghostface line. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. go I'm gonna say one more thing, and then, and then I'm gonna say my other thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, nah, hear, hear me out here, Kev. Okay. Um, if I was sitting next to Ted Cruz in that moment, mm-hmm. I actually might have been like, "You right, fam. You right." That might have been all I said. Word up. You right? Ooh. I don't know. You know what? I- you know what I would have said? What's that? I would have said that I bet all of your romantic partners have also said that they were going under the needle. <laughs> See, I forgot the last thing I was going to say now. <laughs> How about that? Kev, man, we got to get out of uh, this. We got we to get out of here, man. So we got to get to, of course... And I only had one down because I felt like this one. Shout out to my man, Big O, my man Omega, who sent this to me a long time ago. And I did not (laughs) get it on the show. I screenshot it. And that's the reason why I didn't get it on the show. It stayed in my actual like phone camera roll for quite a while. (sighs) Hmm. We are about to get into the Sakota Ones. If you are not familiar with Sakota Ones. Hoo-ha. Um... The Skoda ones is, you know, Skoda is a very clever gentleman. And, I think uh, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and we uh, if, if like to woke, test that if out. If the here. woke mob comes after me, Trek, tell my children I love them. <laughs> well, first I'm going to be like, wait, children? Also, don't don't tell my wife I said children. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> This show almost got this show almost got canceled. That was close. That was very close. (laughs) Um, All right, Kev. So what we do is we throw Kev a a headline, you know, and Kev responds with uh, either a one liner of his own or or you know some clever Dakota isms. Here we go. Kev, you ready? Yeah. Komodo dragon destroyed BBC camera by trying to have sex with it. That is your headline from yahoo.com. Quick question. What does BBC stand for? (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I'm not doing this show anymore. (laughs) I've leaned back from the microphone. This is horrible, horrible for podcaster radio, but I have officially quit the rest of this episode. This is bad for the culture. 
Oh my god. <laughs> hey man. You can't just you can't just float one right over the plate. God. Good lord. Oh man. I have so many curse edits to get out of this show. So <laughs> let's let's go ahead and, and move. I'm gonna miss like I'm missing all of them. I'm not doing them. Y'all gonna hear some cursing on this show. It, it is <laughs> I'm not. I'm not editing anymore. <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, oh, <laughs> that was enough. That was enough. Oh, man. Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every to one of y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the series finale <laughs> of Rap Sucks Radio. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on BTSN. That is Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. If I remember what you do, uh, click on the app or channel and we are right there with plenty of other dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. I am your homeboy, Trek Life. And that over there is your fam, Kev Sakota. <laughs> no worry. You don't get no more one-liners. You, you, we take a day off. <laughs> you, you out. <laughs> I, lo- I leaned back like, uh-oh, no. What is he going to say now? We don't- I'm scared. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, man. Holler back at us, man. We out of here like last year. On the count of three, we say yeah. peace. One. Two, three, peace. Peace. (laughs) We out, (laughs) y'all.